Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Counselor for the uh, Seneca Nation, J.C. Seneca, also business owner. J.C., thank you so much for joining us this morning. Hey, hey, good morning, Joel. How are you today? Doing well, doing well. Um, now, we're talking, we're talking about the compact uh, with the state of New York. Can you explain to the listeners what the compact is uh, that, you are, that, that will be expiring in December? Well, we've been under compact for Class 3 uh, casino gaming for 20 years now. And so that compact has run, run out uh, coming up uh, this uh, coming December uh, 2023. And uh, we have to renegotiate a new compact moving forward so we can continue our uh, gaming operations uh, in uh, Niagara Falls, Buffalo, and Salamanca, and uh, perhaps uh, anywhere else in our 14-county uh, exclusivity zone. And now, we, we, last time we spoke with you, we know the relationship with the state, uh, you know, it, it wasn't the best. How has the state, has the relationship with the Senecas in the state gone since the last time we spoke? Well, you know, I think uh, it's always a challenge dealing with, uh, you know, New York State or even the United States in some instances. Uh, you know, we have to work through that process. We have to understand uh, certainly uh you know their uh, their positions, and uh, in turn, they have to understand our positions and uh, why we're, uh, you know, promoting uh, certain things that we want in an agreement uh, of this magnitude. So, when you talk about a fair compact, what about the compact you're in now? What changes would you like to see in a new one after this one expires in December? I think fairness. Uh, you know, you look at uh, a compact 20 years ago, back in that time casino gaming was not legal in New York. And so at that time, uh, certainly the only way that a state can gain revenue through a tribe that's gaming uh, is by providing something of value uh, to that tribe where the tribe can then uh, enter into a revenue share type of an agreement. And so 20 years ago, uh, slot machines and class three casino gaming, as we know it, like Las Vegas style, let's say, uh, was not available in New York, and so that was of a premium. And so when that compact was negotiated, uh, it was at a 25% exclusivity fee, which means that the Seneca Nation had the exclusive right to to game in that uh, in a Class Three casino gaming within the 14 counties of Western New York, which is our Aboriginal territory. And for that, um, we returned to the state 25% of our slot take. Uh, in our casinos. So since now there is uh, other other forms of uh, gaming, other casinos in the state, do you not want 
to have to, I mean, you don't want to have to pay the 25%, correct? Because there's not that exclusivity? Yeah, we believe that there's the, the things have changed, of course, in 20 years. You, like you just said, there are the casino gaming is now legal within the state of New York. There are, uh, you know, facilities that are uh, certainly uh, engaging in that type of activity. And, uh, of course, the, the three racinos that are within our exclusivity zone, you know, everything uh, now is, is it's a different playing field than it was 20 years ago. And, yeah, we need to have fairness in regards to uh, the exclusivity. And, uh, you know, there's other parameters also that, uh, you know, in the first compact uh, need to be looked at and modified. You know, so in that first compact, you did have the exclusivity. So for the last 20 years, have you been paid something from the, the ones that are in your territory? I mean, how has the state responded uh, to the agreement that was in the compact? Well, no. In fact, uh, the state and those uh, facilities uh, violated the compact on, on a couple of instances. And certainly, uh, you know, we had issues over that over the many years. You know, you go back uh, probably 14 years ago. Uh, where the state's uh, uh, facilities, the racinos, were uh, having uh, borderline games of Class Three operating within their uh, facilities. Uh, the Seneca Nation at that time withheld payment and um, put the state on notice that uh, they were in violation of the compact. And so that went through uh, a process. And in the end, the state and the Seneca Nation made an agreement in 2013 in regards to uh, splitting of the money that was in dispute at that time, uh, the state got in the upwards of around uh, just over $200 million, and so did the Seneca Nation. They kind of made an agreement, and arrangement, and uh, there was an MOU that was signed that, was allow, that would allow those games to be in place through the, I think it was 2013 through 2016, if, I'm, if I can uh, remember correctly. But it was something like that, and so... Uh, yeah, so that was addressed, and so yeah, there, there was uh, a lot of different issues, and of course, the most recent one was, uh, you know, certainly we believe that the the, the revenue share ended uh, at a certain point um, seven years ago, and that we were not, uh, uh, you know, we were not uh, supposed to be able to pay that 25 percent, but again, uh, through a process of arbitration, federal court. Um, uh, it was determined uh, that, uh, you know, the nation did uh, need to pay that. But, again, the state uh, cut the process short. The, the nation did not get full due process in regards to that. The, the state uh, seized the uh, froze Seneca Nation bank accounts and uh, forcibly uh, put the nation in a position of where they had to make a decision uh, on whether or not to, uh, you know, uh, deal with uh, frozen bank accounts, which has a lot of, uh, you know, bad ramifications business-wise and employment-wise and operations, or uh, either do that or pay the money, and uh, leadership at the time decided to pay that money. So, you know, I know the Seneca people uh, are still uh, not happy about that and are still looking for some retribution in regards to the money that was taken from us and upwards of over uh, $500 million. You know, that's the last time we spoke when, when the uh, when bank accounts were frozen. You know, so since you've right. p- you paid and they were unfrozen, has there been any communication with the state of New York? Uh, any kind of an apology, uh, a promise that that won't happen again? Has that been addressed at all by people in Albany? No, no apology. Uh, maybe some on the legislative side, but certainly not of the, the executive chamber. You know, relations with New York State's executive chamber 
uh, over the last, uh, you know, 13 years or so uh, have not been good. You know, under the Cuomo administration and now under Hochul, um, things, the communication uh, is just not there. Um, you know, we're, we're hopeful that uh, at some point uh, the executive chamber will uh, be able to sit at the table uh, with leadership of the Seneca Nation to be able to discuss not just this issue, but there are many pressing issues uh, from the Seneca Nation and the state need to uh, talk about. We need to have dialogue. We need to be able to um, listen to each other and find a way on this path that we're on as we try to work together for both of our peoples, for our Seneca people, and, and as, uh, of course, New York State has to work for the people of New York. You know, so this will be expiring in December. So far, no communication on it. Um, when we talk about, you know, Western New York, anyone in the, from Western New York local government, have they reached out and said, you know, we're going to try to get things rolling on this? Have you had any politicians at the county level, maybe the legislative le- level in Albany, you know, reach out and say, hey, we're, we're trying to get this in motion? Yeah, let me be clear. I think, you know, the, the, the state uh, from the governor's office, they, uh, they are uh, negotiating with the Seneca Nation uh, casino negotiating team that we have from the council. Um, however, things are slow. Um, it did not uh, over the past several months. Uh, we we would have hoped things would have moved a little quick, more quickly, because we are on a, a short time uh, timeline here with December uh, coming up uh, in a few months. Um, you know, and we encourage uh, the governor's office to to expeditiously push this uh, process forward, because now the legislature is leaving on the 8th of June. And uh, they'll have to be called back into session at some point between now and uh, December to be able to uh, authorize the governor to execute this document. Not only that, the Seneca Nation has to be able to have a compact uh, to bring back to the people of the Seneca Nation. And we're going to have a referendum vote where the people will then have their opportunity to read the compact, understand it, have public meetings, and then be able to vote on this compact, uh, allowing the Seneca Nation then to push it forward uh, for approval from the federal government, because the federal government, through the Department of Interior, has to also approve this compact. And then, of course, the New York State Legislature has to do that uh, same. So there's a lot of things that need to happen with this process uh, to be able to get to the point where a new compact can be put in place. As far as the Western New York uh, delegation, uh, of leadership from the legislature, yes, we have had a lot of support. We have a lot of uh, input from them and uh, in regards for them uh, offering help, whatever they can do to do that. Senator Tim Kennedy, who's always been a champion of New Yorkers and also a good friend of the Seneca Nation, has done everything that he possibly can to be able to move that forward. And so, you know, and other leadership as well. You know, on the Republican side, we got, you know, uh, Senator George Borrello, also who's a, a good friend and advocate. And so we're looking, uh, you know, certainly for bipartisan support across the board. Uh, and certainly also, um, you know, Majority Leader People Stokes in the Assembly. Uh, she's also a good friend of the Seneca Nation. So we're, we're reaching out to those types of folks and those types of leaders to be able to help um, uh, move this forward in a way that it's uh, beneficial for all people, for all of people in uh, Western New York, and of course our Seneca Nation uh, population. 
I know I, I know I keep going back to this, but with, with it expiring in December 2023, well, when you uh, when you look at the compact and, and what the future compact could look at, in your opinion, is there any deal breaker that the Senecas would not um, agree to? Is there something uh, that is just a deal breaker, regardless that there's no budging on? Well, I think, you know, over the discussions that uh, our team has had, they've had, uh, you know, good discussions. Sometimes uh, they gain, uh, you know, some ground and sometimes they don't. And any negotiation, those things happen. Uh, but I think not. You know, I think, uh, you know, there's always uh, sticking points in regards to the negotiations. Certainly, um, you know, things like uh, regulatory is an issue. Uh, you know, certainly the exclusivity zone percentage is an issue. But I believe you get the right people at the table and uh, things can be worked out and you do your uh, due diligence and your research and your reasons why certain positions are taken. And certainly people at that level um, should be able to um, sit at a table, understand that and come to grips and and, uh, come to an agreement in regards to what's best uh, in an agreement. And it's all the time in a negotiation and a process, uh, you know, Either party is never going to be entirely satisfied or happy or think they could get more. Or, um, but if you can get um, the best that you can get uh, with, your, with what you're dealing with at the time, I think, uh, I think that's, a, that's a, a positive. JC, before I let you go, was there anything about this that you wanted to mention that I did not uh, bring up? No, I just uh, would ask, uh, you know, the, the people of Western New York uh, to go to the, the, the places where you can have your voice heard. You know, that's the important thing. Uh, what, I, what I'm about is uh, giving the voice of the people their ability to uh, use that voice. And so that's why I started the website, uh, westernnewyorkfaircompact.com. Uh, people of Western New York can go there. You can sign a petition. You can send a letter to the governor urging her to uh, get this uh, process completed and get the job done. And uh, you can also go to the Stand with Seneca uh, uh, website and go there and and do the same. And so we ask people uh, of New York to use your voice, speak out, whether you're native or non-native. We're neighbors. We're together in this fight to get these casinos uh, continue to be operating. We need to get this compact together, and we need your help to be able to get this done. And it takes everybody. It takes us all to be able to be involved, to understand the issues, and to be able to use our voice as people to get our government officials uh, to get to the table and get the job done. Hey, JC, uh, once there's any kind of development on this, I hope you come back. Yeah, always glad to come back, Joe. Good to talk to you this morning, and I appreciate the opportunity. And go Bandits! Congratulations to the Buffalo Bandits and the big win last night. Uh, in Buffalo for the championship. You know, it was a great thing, uh, bringing a championship to Buffalo. Everybody should be smiling in uh, western New York, southern Ontario today. And I want to also give out a shout to my cousin, Zed Williams from the Colorado Mammoth and their team. they got a great team, and Zed had a great season. And uh, we look forward to seeing him again, uh, fighting for another championship. He'll be pl- probably playing in the PLL here coming up this summer. Oh, that's awesome. So, uh, shout out to my, my cousin, uh, Zeddy, there. Yep, for sure. And uh, can't wait to see that banner uh, go up uh, in the rafters for the Bandits uh, in December. Hey, JC, thank you so much. All right, thank you. Good talking to you. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours 
and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 